I'm Mark Sevy with Wild Points Podcast. I'm here with my uh, oftentimes co-host, Christopher Styers. Hey, Chris, how you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you, sir? I'm good. Uh, just a little bit frenzied. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on, but um, yeah. Yeah. So, but today is the Super Bowl, so it's a national holiday. So I'm taking some time off. Um, okay. Even though, even though it's not going to be the normal, you know, I I have a party I attend uh, with guys I only see once a year, and uh, yeah, most of them. And I'm not that. That's not happening this year, of course. So it's not a big deal. Right. I mean, just another inconvenience. So, how about you? Are you going to watch the game? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's have your prediction as to is it going to be the Kansas City Chiefs or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Not sure. Well, you got Really pick not. One. Pick one. Okay, Buccaneers. Okay, and I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. So if the if the if the Buccaneers win, you can you can excoriate me on the next podcast. And if okay, if, but I but I it's you know they're two good teams, really good teams. What what Tom Brady did should inspire anybody in the world. I mean, he was a sixth round draft pick and he's going to his, I think it's seventh Super Bowl or yeah. he's going to a, more than seven, but he's looking to win his seventh Super Bowl. So yeah. he is uh, pretty amazing. I don't, I don't love the guy, but you gotta, you gotta appreciate him. Um, so what have you been watching the, this week? Anything interesting or you want to talk about? Well, I picked, up on a couple of older shows that uh, I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched The Expendables. Oh, yeah, that was a good little movie. With Stallone and every, almost every action star of the 80s. Right. And uh, I watched the sequel to Lonesome Dove called Return to Lonesome Dove. Okay. I have yet to see that. And I think I want to put that on the list. And last night, I watched, for the first time, Bubba Hotep. Hotep, yeah, that's a great little film. Hotep, yeah. Did you enjoy it? I was cracking up all the time. Yeah, it was, it was, it's quite an unusual, I just mentioned that, did I mention that in the seminar, or was it in class, but I just mentioned that. That was the office hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, that was fun. Okay. And I've never seen it before. Mm. Yeah. And, not- and I know it's based on a short story by Joe Lansdale, mm. who is a very, uh, highly decorated writer in several genres. Yeah. Didn't, didn't he but, do, uh, uh, didn't he do Happen Leonard? Was that Joe Lansdale? Yeah. yeah. He's got like 12 books. Yeah. Based on them. Yeah. But, uh, and this was a short story he did. And part of me was still, I know it was based on a published short story, but the other part of me was, how would you pitch something like this to people to get them to invest in the movie? Well, I think it's an easy pitch. I think once you. you Oh, hell yeah. Are you kidding? It's so high concept. It's, you know. Okay. uh, A guy, uh, Elvis uh, breaks his hip. He goes into, uh, doesn't want to, doesn't want to, he falls off the stage, breaks his hip, doesn't want to tell his fans. They hire an Elvis impersonator and that Elvis impersonator dies. So Elvis has to stay in the nursing home that he's, 
I mean, I, it's really simple, but I think it would rise and fall on the writing of the either the story. I think it's easy to pitch a script based on a short story if you can provide the short story. So I, I, I think it'd be easy. Not only is it a high concept, but it's easy to show the source material and what you would do. Plus, yeah. If you have some, um, if, you know, if somebody with, I, I forget who wrote it, but anyway, it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really, really absurd. Yeah. Ozzy Davis plays, uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, which is on the face of it hilarious. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, but a soul suck, soul sucking incubus or succubus. Uh, stalks, uh, the inhabitants of a, um, of a nursery home, uh, where the original Elvis Presley lit or something. I don't know. I don't, I haven't put together. Yeah. That, but it's bizarre. It is, but, but I mean, it's bizarre. It's, it's absurd. But it's fun. Yeah. And it's, but absurd. it was fun. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I'm probably, uh, gonna watch it again at some point soon. It's a good, good movie. So, um, I watched, couple of things i watched the lost i think it's called the lost land of z uh about percy fawcett who it was based on a true story it was um uh, hunan uh, uh what's his name um anyway he plays an explorer who finds supposedly finds uh this uh this mythical village in the amazon uh-huh. it was quite a bit different than i thought it was going to be um it's not he finds the village or he finds anyway it was it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's a long. It's like two hours and twenty minutes. But it's um it, it's uh, Charlie Charlie Hunan is his name. He was the lead in uh, Sons of Anarchy. He was um, the the. Oh okay. Yeah. And then I also recommend highly recommend a um, a show on Amazon Prime called Ice Cold Murders, with, which take it's an Italian show, so it's it's subtitled, but it's hilarious and and it's. It's fun. The guy, the character's really well drawn. So uh, I enjoyed both of those uh, quite a bit. But okay. Ice Cold Murders would be my top recommendation. Before we get too far down the road, I also want to say that Chris is a published author. He's got um, seven books published. What's the last one? Silken Swords. Is that it? Silken Swords is my last published novel. And that came out in November. And that's available on Amazon and anywhere fine books are sold. Yeah. Chris actually is a uh, is a real published author. Not not that self publishing isn't a legitimate way to go, but Chris actually gets people to invest money in his books. Um, so uh, and then he's also uh, my collaborator on on some things, and I'm his collaborator on some things. Although he's a better collaborator than I am, but uh, you can find him at ChristopherStyers.com. Amazon. He has an Amazon author page and a Barnes and Noble office pa- author page. Uh, what are you working on? Speaking of that, um, I'm working on a new screenplay. Okay. I uh, shocked myself. I've never written anything as fast as I did for a first draft. Two weeks. Wow. And now I just have to do the 83 rewrites. <laughs> well, you're. You did what we call the vomit draft, which is getting it down on paper. Yeah. But, but even to do it in in two weeks, that's quite an accomplishment. So, um, I've never done anything that fast. Was it because not even it, a short story? Was it because it was easy, or because you had it some extra time? Well, it was a combination of some extra time plus I was having fun. Mm. Well, that's always a great experience. 
to wake up yeah. anticipating the the work. I always love that feeling. So yes, um, yeah. I um, myself, I haven't been doing any um, any scripts, but I I've been working on a. I have a presentation at Full Sail University on Wednesday, and so uh-huh. it's it's taken up quite a bit of my time. Um, but after that. And I still have to finish my book. So I've, I've got things ahead of me that I, that keeping me busy for a while, probably through the, through the month of February before I can ever even step into, I'd like, for instance, I want to read your script that you wrote a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago that I haven't gotten to, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's, um, it's nice to be busy, I guess. And, um, are you going to, so you're going to be working on this one, doing a rewrite for a while, I guess, right? Now that I've got the whole thing, you go through and, you know, pick different things to work on. Right. right. Like dialogue and things like that. Ah, all right. Well, good, good for you, Chris. That's wonderful. Wonderful to hear that you're working, you're, you're being so productive, uh, in between the naps. So, uh, yes. <laughs> Anyway, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I know you're, I, you know, the thing is, I think everybody during the COVID days has rediscovered napping. It's, uh, it's become an art form, I'm sure. And a lot of people, you know, cause everybody's working from home. So, um, yeah. yeah so I'm Mark Sevy. I, uh, I have this, this podcast. It's called Plot Points Podcast. I'm with my good friend, uh, Chris, Christopher Styers, ChristopherStyers.com. Um, so this is a bit of a cliche, uh, Chris, but, because it's Super Bowl Sunday, uh, we decided to pick our top five football movies. So I'll let you, yeah. sh- I'll let you sh- sh- start us off. What do you, what do you got on your list? Well, the first two are TV series. Okay. And then three movies. And the, <laughs> the first two are from TV. And I usually don't pick sitcoms, but I truly enjoyed Coach. Oh yeah, I remember Coach. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then, of course, it Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I, wonderful series. So. Yeah. And movies. And the movies that I have are Varsity Blues, The Longest Yard, the one the seventy four one with Burt Reynolds. I got yes, I've got that on my list too. I really like Invincible, the story of Vince Papali. Yeah, for the Eagles. for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are you know I, I was kind of surprised when I went to look at potential choices that there were a lot more movies about football. I I I didn't think there were this many movies or TV shows about. about there's not that many TV shows about football, but there's a lot of movies. Right. Yeah. So, so I picked Longest Yard also and Friday Night Lights, the TV show. I. I thought those were just terrific. Longest Yard is one yeah. of the one of the best uh, non football, non professional football football movies I've ever seen. Yeah. So, um, I also added The Blind Side. I also picked Blind Side, and um, uh-huh. because I thought it was a terrific true. St- there's there's variations that are not in the real life, but the the guy was for real. He was a uh, he was a tackle for, I think, a tackle or a guard for um, the Baltimore Ravens. Still, maybe still playing. Uh-huh. I can't remember. And then everybody's all American, which I thought was is one of the probably most interesting asp- uh, looks at football players that I've ever seen. And then uh-huh. uh, 
the last one I picked was North Dallas 40 with, uh, oh, okay. Mac Davis. Nolte. And, yeah. Nick Nolte. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure you looked at Rudy and Brian's song and draft day and there's just a ton yeah. of really, really, really good uh, football movies out there. If you're a football fan like I am and as, and Chris is sometimes, but, um, I, I just live and die by football, but you, you should check some of these uh, suggestions. Chris's list is great. My list, I think, is is top notch. So, anyway, okay, we're uh, Plot Points Podcast. That was our top five um, football, either movies or TV shows. You know, Coach was an interesting uh, choice. I didn't ever think of Coach, um, it, but uh, I thought it was pretty pretty well done too. So. Um, yeah. So thanks for bringing that to uh, to our attention. I'll have to check it out and see. Is it available on streaming? Have you seen it recently? I think it is. Yeah. I haven't seen it lately, but I think it's on uh, Prime. Uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. I don't know how much time we're in because uh, I started this recording a little early. It says 42 minutes. I don't think that's probably the length that we're doing. Uh, do we have, uh, do we have a question I, I, that what I can answer quickly? Screenwriting? Something quickly. Um, when you submit a script, uh-huh. to be read, do issues like incorrect formats and grammar really get you rejected? Uh, well, let me put it this way. If somebody recommends your script and like, let's say I'm a, I'm a big time agent. And I call a producer and I say, Hey, I got a great script for you. Uh, you're going to have to, you know, ignore the bad grammar and format. That's probably not going to get you rejected. It's going to, on the basis of the concept is what you get kind of rejected on. But if you go okay. to most scripts, go to a reader first, somebody like our, ourselves yeah. who are, uh, you know, who are willing to reject something on the basis of just about any, any criteria. So if you want to take a chance, you can throw that, that, that thing out there and hope that a reader won't, won't reject it on the basis of, of uh, format issues or something. But if you don't have a guardian angel like a big agent or a recommendation, I would, I would not take that chance. So, um, I know okay. I, I've been judge, I've been a judge in, in, other, in screenwriting contests and I've rejected, you know, you, if you get through page, two and there's five spelling or grammar or format errors, you can be pretty sure that that writer doesn't have uh, the professional wherewithal that you're looking for. And so I don't know. It's hard to say if look, let's put it this way. If I read the synopsis for Bubba Hotep uh-huh. and I read, then I read the script and it was just horrible. I probably would still buy the script, but if uh, it was less of a, of an interesting concept or kind of unique, like if it was just, uh, you know, a guy goes on a revenge trip because his wife is murdered in New York City and the first page yeah. is filled with typos and 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 uh, grammar errors. And I probably put it down. OK, so, so the answer is maybe maybe it can get. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm serious. You know, why take a chance? Why give anybody an opportunity? Yeah. You know, you just don't want to do that. It's t- it's such a competitive you know, I, I sent something into a producer a couple about a month ago, and I said so. I then I emailed him and said I just wanted to make sure you got my script, and he said yes, I've got yours and a thousand others. I'll be in touch when I'm done with them. And it's like when you when you get that many uh, submissions, the cat, the so-called cattle call, um, you can't yeah. take a chance on turning in something that's marginal. You have to be on the top of your yeah. game. 
So anyway, okay. yeah. So um, and and you know, the, to your to your credit, I've never seen anything of of yours that's really been. You may mess up format because you don't have a lot of training in format. But once you once I correct it, you fix it. And I've never seen any yeah. of your work be less than absolute top notch with grammar, punctuation, spelling, any of that stuff. So so you obviously well, thank you. Yeah, no, you obviously, well, we were trained by a pretty demanding taskmaster. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? It's like when you, when you, when you get hit across the shins with a a two by four all the time, you learn to jump. And so, um, yeah, yeah, so I've never seen you have that problem. And, and, uh, it is sometimes endemic in my classes, but I wouldn't, uh, that's why I'm such a taskmaster with it is I just don't think it's worth the, uh, the risk. Okay, that's a great question, by the way, Chris. I don't think we've ever talked about that, uh, and I, I appreciate it. By the way, Coach is available on Amazon Amazon Prime for free. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hayden Fox. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Craig, Craig, Craig T. Nelson. Right, Jerry Van Dyke and Shelley Fabre. So, yeah. all right, we are going to wrap it up here. My name is Mark Sevy. I'm with a really terrific a human being named Christopher Styers. You can find his work. He's a, he's a quite an accomplished uh, writer, uh, specifically novels and uh, article, a bunch of articles and stuff, short stories too. He's written one of my favorite yeah. short stories of all time. It's so incredible. You should, you should, we should talk about publishing that to Amazon under, under your, uh, under your page. But anyway, he's, you can find him at ChristopherStyers.com, his Amazon page, uh, author page and on Barnes and Noble. Uh, his author page and also there his latest novel silk and swords dropped uh, in 2020 late 2020 and it's available for sale terrific it's terrific it's you're you're right you're writing that that uh, that trend that bridgerton is seems to be uh capturing lately with uh you know erotic uh period pieces although chris yeah. i had uh, chris you had the, some sword and sorcery to that right oh a little bit yeah 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 Anyway, it's a great world. He creates some really incredible characters, so uh, check it out. Thanks, Chris, for uh, for being flexible. We had some technical issues at the beginning of the podcast, and we were able to work them out. I appreciate you hanging in there. Okay, and, thank you. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. And uh, have a have a great uh, week and enjoy the Super Bowl. And for myself, Christopher Styers, OC Screenwriters, OCScreenwriters.org, be inspired, do good work. 